Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Happy hour. Caroline, are you ready for this? This is your newest guilty pleasure. It's the bloodiest part of your week. Did we say something about it also being happy hour? Showed in. Because we're about to be sipping on some murder. Bloody happy hour. Hey y'all, what's up? Hey guys. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is I just change it up every time. That she was a good just popped the top. Did it. And we're here. This is a little bonus for you. Say bonus. Bonus. Bonus, bonus, bonus. I like whenever you tell me what to say. I like being bossy, and I think I you like, like it, too. I do. I like it. I'm very intrigued. So what this is, you've heard one already, and these are just going to be sporadic as we get them, um, is we're going to read you a crazy email from a fan. Are you uh, reading it or am I reading it? Are pull you? it up. I don't even have it. Oh, well, you know I have it. Do you need me to read it? I mean, I have it on my phone, but if you need me to read it. Um, we'll see. We may need to rewind and I might need to read it. So we're going to tell you like some art. Sometimes we get these oh, articles on Instagram or people send us stuff and our jaw drops to the floor. My jaw dropped when I read this. So we're going to read you this email okay. and we're going to go over a couple articles because I feel like our BHH fans, our bloody happy hour fans need to be in the know. Oh, and I feel sure. like some of these will be future stories. Like these are the beginnings of some of the stories. So read the email, Caroline. Okay. So y'all this uh, subject line is my grandma married a murderer who locked her in a basement. Uh Oh, which is amazing. Okay. She says, Hey, my fellow. <laughs> when I read this first, I was like, My fellow Southern bellies. And then <sighs> it said, My bells. fellow Southern bells. So I'm special. Uh, when I was around 15 years old, my grandma got a new boyfriend. It was quite the family scandal. <laughs> I can relate. Uh, <laughs> but he was roughly 20 years old. Her junior, he was in his 40s. My grandma was in her 60s. In 2001, we had family Thanksgiving at my grandma's, which was which is where I finally met the creepy new boyfriend. This guy's name was Mark. He was real thin. He had an unkept gray beard, a hollow, hollow blue eyes. He didn't speak much, so we assumed he was some kind of meth head, mooching off my grandma. Turned out, we were sort of right. My mom's two sisters were suspicious of Mark and did some digging into his background. Hey, they were DTF. It down to find. Down to find the murder. It came as no surprise that creepy Mark had warrants out for his arrest in Texas, Alabama, Louisiana, and Florida. Mm, he liked his southern bills. Woo! 
We live in southern Louisiana, so I'm assuming he thought he was hiding out in a swamp. But it's actually, uh, it's not actually as unassuming and concealing as TV makes it look. Eventually, Grandma and, and Creepy Mark moved to Arkansas and purchased a small mountain cabin with Grandma's retirement oh, money. Oh, Grandma. Fast forward to the juicy bits. In 2004, Grandma and Creepy Mark came up missing. Missing! All caps, exclamation mark. The house they lived in was completely abandoned. None of their phone numbers were working. The car was gone. And no one seemed to have any idea where they had gone. In March 2004, there was a big shootout in Ozark, in the Ozark Mountains in Arkansas, involving some fugitives and the police. What? That reminds me of the Ozarks, the show. Yeah. Uh, during the shootout, an Arkansas state police officer was shot, parentheses, I think he lived. And then it says the fugitive the fugitives were, yep, you guessed it, Creepy Mark and accomplice William Frazier. During the shootout, Creepy Mark and William Frazier fled into the mountains with a woman named Anne Thornberry as their captee. They spent some time in the mountains camping around, hiding from the police, and doing whatever fleeing fugitives do in the mountains. In April of the same year, police uh, finally found Creepy Mark and kidnapped Anne walking along some isolated mountain road. William is nowhere to be found because um, he's already been arrested and has ratted Mark and Anne he out nart. to the police. Oh, my God. Ratted. And she says, <laughs> ratted Anne out, you ask? Question mark. A kidnapped victim? Yep. Anne was, in fact, not a victim at all. <sighs> oh, my gosh. She is such good writing. <laughs> what had what had actually happened is that William... What had happened was... Is that William, Mark, and Anne had murdered Anne's husband, Ted Thornberry. Oh. It turns out that Mark and Anne had an affair, and Mark had killed Anne's husband, Ted to cover it up. Where's grandma? But there's more. After murdering him, they burned his body and then scattered the ash and bones in different places through the gravel road that led to their homes. It's like they wanted to think about him every time they drove home. So where grandma? So where was grandma during all of this? Question mark. Where you at, Gmail? I tell you now. Grandma was locked in the freaking basement. <sighs> Creepy Mark and Anne had locked her in the basement so that Anne could assume my grandma's identity. Quote, or parentheses, and continue cashing her retirement checks, of course. Oh. It also turns out that Mark was more than just my grandma's creepy boyfriend. He and Grandma had secretly gotten married at a Louisiana courthouse before they moved to Arkansas and went, quote, missing. Mark Holshkumbach was convicted of capital murder, criminal attempt to commit capital murder, kidnapping, and felon in possession of firearm. He was sentenced to life without parole in November 2005. He is serving his sentence at a maximum security prison. William Frazier was convicted 
of attempting uh to commit capital murder, first-degree murder, kidnapping, and aggravated robbery. He was sentenced in May 2006 to 30 years in prison, and Thornberry was convicted of manslaughter, kidnapping, and hindering apprehension. She was sentenced to 28 years in prison in January 2007. As for Grandma, she was freed from the basement, got medical treatment, and she stayed in Arkansas. She lived for the rest of her years volunteering at a shelter for battered women. She passed away in March 2016. Oh and the last part, if anyone is interested, there's an episode of Deadly Affairs Ooh. called Burned by Desire that features Mark and Anne. My grandma's name and details are changed to make her seem younger and not an actual victim. Walked in the basement and then Anne's sister is uh, also gave an interview uh, on episode two of season 25 of Snapped. Uh, anywho, that's my story about Creepy Mark becoming my murdering step-grandpa. Love I... y'all, Tiff. Oh my gosh, Tiff, we love you. We love you, Tiff. And I'm blind. I wish I had a murdering grandpa. Not Tiff. really, but not by blood. But Tiff, I want you to know that I've gone cross-eyed from reading reading <laughs> so much. I don't read that much so i'm have to stop reading hey such a good story y'all should try to top that so if you got <sighs> something good so got you need so to email us i peed whenever i read it i oh. peed when i saw it i just everything was and her wet seat and is pee. now wet i peed everywhere that was so good i don't think i can even read my article. i wondered why um they tried to make the grandma seem not such a victim <sighs> i don't know let's ask tiff We'll see. Okay, can I tell you about this article that I saw? Yes. So this was in Florida. You know, crazy oh. shit happens oh. in Florida. Well. But I love me some Florida, but you just got to watch it when you're in Florida. So this guy named James Beck had this Kawasaki. This one's kind of sad. Kawasaki bike. And he put it on Craigslist to sell. For twelve hundred dollars, and so we do that all the time. I, uh, this is really a, like a warning type uh, article. Put it on Craigslist to sell. Okay. Well, he got some messages from a guy named Dante and a guy named Ramontre, and they wanted to buy this motorcycle. So they were like, "Let's meet. I want to um, buy the motorcycle." So mm -hmm. James and his son went with the motorcycle and they were going to, you know, trade it off. But yeah. James was smart. James was like, okay, well, you know, give me the money first. I'm not going to give you the bike. So they gave him the money and he counted it and it was real short. Oh, Remember yeah. his son sitting right there. And so James was like, I'm sorry, I'm asking for 1200 Here's your money back. And um, they took out their gun oh. and pointed it at James. Oh, so James nice. being a dad... Is like, take off, son, go back to the truck. And he says, I'm going to go. And he turns around and they shoot him several times <gasps> in the back. And he actually dies <gasps> from his injuries. What? And Williams, Ramontre, drove off in the Kawasaki bike. That's it? That's the story? That is the story. The lesson is sell your stuff on social media. <laughs> But make a trade and a police 
parking lot when there's people around. And you know what? If you have your kid, people don't give a shit. Let me tell you. It's like, oh, let me take this kid and maybe they won't kill me. No, they they still did. They don't give a shit. So be safe. Let me tell you this one last story. Okay, this is bad. This is real bad. A 40-year-old Santa Barbara man was arrested this week. This is this week. This is right now. Okay. Whatever week this is we're recording. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, At this time. At the California-Mexico border, and he allegedly stabbed his two young children to death in a hotel room near Tijuana. Oh, I saw that. I sent it to you. Oh, yeah. According to the San Diego Union-Tribune, Baja California prosecutors who... Somebody, somebody announced that uh, Matthew Taylor's arrest in a press conference uh, Tuesday. So Taylor's full name was reportedly Matthew Taylor Coleman, and he owns the Lovewater Surf Company in Santa Barbara with his wife, Abby. So, I mean, this sounds like it's such a great family, right? Yeah. So the Santa Barbara Police Department announced earlier in the week that they took a missing missing persons report um, from August 8th from a woman saying her husband had her two kids and they had been missing for 24 hours. So the statement said that she was concerned for she was concerned for the well-being of her husband and two children. So the Santa Barbara police reportedly gathered evidence showing the husband and children had traveled to Mexico. So the Tribune reports uh, said that in the press conference that Coleman, that his one-year-old son and three one-year-old son and three-year-old daughter allegedly checked into the City Express Hotel about an hour and a half south of Tijuana on Monday. Coleman allegedly left the hotel around 3 a.m. with his ch- with his children in the car. He reportedly returned to the City Express at 6:33 a.m., but his children were not with him. So, according to the Tribune, or that was according to the Tribune, police in Baja California reportedly received a call at 7:27 a.m. from a farm worker who found the bodies of two children in diapers who had been stabbed, the Tribune reports. Coleman was stopped at the border near San... Something. ...point of entry and arrested. Did he say why? I thought I read something like that he thought they were going to be something bad. That was the blip. I didn't... didn't there is an article that was just the blip. Yeah. So basically, this douchebag of a—I mean, this—I don't—I don't, I don't know why to be a father. he like apparently like kidnapped his kids and his wife was worried about it, and then he ended up like, oh my gosh, like what do you need to kill a one-year-old and a three-year-old? That's why I always like to hear what they think the reasoning is. Well, I'm. This is why I'm. I. Yeah, this is probably going to be a follow-up story, I feel I'm like. I'm glad that they, I hate when they commit suicide because I want to know what they were thinking and I want them to suffer. Yeah. Like, don't just kill yourself. Like, you need to talk about it and you need to face all the consequences. All the consequences. <sighs> I'm done. She got I'm done really stressed with out. everything about it. I, okay, so I'm just going to end with this fun one that's a little bit funny. 
It's a little bit funny because nobody really got hurt. Stuck in my. Are you ready? No, I'm stuck everywhere. I'm stuck. I have. I'm getting choked by a cord. Well, you put a shirt on over your cord. Okay, mm. hold on. Last one, because Caroline's done. She's her attention span. That's My about attention it. span is out of the. What? She it's done. But listen, this one. Listen, I this is about McDonald's restaurant, and I oh. hate McDonald's. I don't. It, to me, there's one reason oh to go gosh. to McDonald's, and that's if you want one of those cones. Like oh. a vanilla cone. Every time you go there for a cone, their freaking machine don't broken. work, right? <laughs> so what's the point of ever going to McDonald's? Because they There's never no had point. their shit right. Well, Listen, this guy from I'm, our... I'm about to go to Whataburger right now. Hold on. This guy from... Oh, not yet. Can you wait? Nope. Can, okay. This guy from Iowa got arrested because... He was stupid. <laughs> he was being stupid. He was trying to go... Hold on. Oh, okay. He did his order at McDonald's. Oh, he got real pissed. <laughs> and he ordered some McNuggets. Oh, hell. They gave when the he dark got meat. home and he opened his bag, his oh, McNugget hell. sauce was not in his bag. Oh, no. So he called McDonald's. Security. Security. <laughs> Security. <laughs> and he... Talk bad to everybody. Oh, no. And he called in a bomb threat. He threatened to blow the um, mofo up. <laughs> so he got arrested. <laughs> His what? charges are second degree harassment, and it's a misdemeanor. So he's in jail, what? Polk County in Iowa. So guess what? <laughs> guess what, McDonald's? Get your shit together, or you might get a bomb threat. Listen, all you have to do is give people the sauce. He just wanted his barbecue sauce. Listen, I understand. I want that barbecue sauce. He wanted his barbecue sauce. Okay, y'all, that was just a quick little quickie for you. We'll give you these every once in a while. I was trying to find the meme that says security. Oh. No, I didn't. Well, we'll give you these every once in a while. Um, She's done. This, this is it. Yeah, yeah. This Rate, is it. review, and subscribe. We will see y'all on Thursday. Don't forget to be aware. Stay aware. Stay aware. Stay alive. And always be D. T. No. F. <laughs> she pulled her inner Janet Jackson. Bye, y'all. Bye. <laughs>